All right, episode 58, Phil, bring us in. Can you fucking believe it, Batman? Where's the podcast? It's right here. That's where it is. Oh, that was big. I know. Brought us in in a big way, sir. (laughs) I may actually break into the Batman voice more than once tonight. And if I do, then just forgive me. I'm sorry. The the opening was all we needed. Okay. Well, it may not be, according to me. Anyway, um, okay, so yes, we're finally back. Uh, it's been a fairly long time just because I think that we were both sort of being lazy or something. Whatever, I get texts like, oh, let's do it this week, and then I'd never hear anything again. <laughs> I'm a very busy person, Phil. You are. You're I am highly in demand. Exactly. I've been doing all these other guest appearances on... Nobody else's podcast. work... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> guest so, appearances in my normal life. That's a guest appearance because other people <laughs> interact with me sometimes. <laughs> Shut up. They're a guest in your life. <laughs> they, yeah, they're goddamn right they are. And I pay them as such. <laughs> oh, which is nothing. You, to you speak pay of. people to hang out with you? No, my mom does. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I, got a pretty, I got a pretty good deal going on. <laughs> Fair enough. So fair enough. anyway, all right. So, so this, what kind of show is this? That this is a movie review to? show yes. where basically we lose track of uh, what we were talking about more yes. than is seems necessary. Correct. And we digress into things that maybe some people don't really know what the hell we're talking about. Yes. Try to explain it later on. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. We but, a- attempt to crack jokes. <laughs> and... For the most part, we try to make each other laugh as much as possible while right. still maintaining... A facsimile of a reasonable uh, movie review show. Indeed. And whether or not you laugh at it is entirely up to you. But at <laughs> yeah. least we find it funny. Well, in a way it's up to us, though. <laughs> we're just two boring guys going, um, I found the uh, movie to be somewhat derivative. You know, and I, you know, I can, I know at least uh, we're better than one other podcast I listen to. (laughs) Yes, we rule! (laughs) Because it's a TV review show, Uh and like, there's one entertaining guy, but the other guy he does a show with, like, he'll be like, so, what did you think of, you know, this week's, whatever, The Good Wife? And he'll be like, (laughs) well, 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 what did you think of The Good Wife? And it's just like, oh my god! Oh my god, What really? Like, who even cares to listen to that? Uh-huh. I quickly unsubscribed. Oh yeah, yeah. You got about like 10 minutes into one and you were like, nope. No, no, like, blip. I got through about 10 episodes like, oh, it's gotta get better. It's been around, I mean, we're on like, we're, it's like episode 290. Come wow. On. Really? Yeah. Wow. They do well, it every week. I know that we have gotten better since we've started this. I know that because I've listened to all of them. Yeah. And I know that we've gotten better, but at the same time, I mean, you know, if you get 10 episodes in and you're still like, this is still got to get better. It's like, come on, now is the time to get better. You know, I love the fact that, and I, for some reason I just noticed this, I was looking over toward in your direction, but it was also sort of a little diagonal to you. Uh Uh-huh. your sign on your your picture on the wall that says "Future Site of Low Intensity Conflict." Yes, that should be the fucking title of our podcast. <laughs> I'm so I wish that you would have had that when we first started this. Me too. Yes. That would be that. So it's a totally appropriate. Okay. Anyway, did I mention we digress every once in a while? All the time. Okay. So. <laughs> 
So, okay, welcome back, listeners. And I know that um, I have not seen the outpouring of rage that we haven't done a podcast in a while lately. So I wonder if people are getting a little bit uh, over the fact that we only do these every once in a while. No, I think we're pretty, you know, looking at the dates, we're pretty consistent with one a month. Which is bullshit. We, we, we set out to do once a week, which is... That was a, apparently a little aggressive on us. Uh, yeah, apparently. But, I mean, we could if we actually, like, set Just a schedule. Did it. Yeah, like, which like is what we Wednesday did for a while. you show up and we do a podcast. That's what we used to do for a while. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. So, anyway, we will try and get back to that. Or not, depending on how we feel. <laughs> so, so, you'll see. They'll yeah, either yeah. be a podcast or there won't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Make us do one? <laughs> or pay us to do one? Hint, that might hint. work. Anyway. Um, okay, to get to the movie section of our movie podcast. Yes. Um, we obviously have to go with the big one that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Rises. That's my Adam West. The new Dark Knight Rises. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, the new Batman film starring Christian Bale and directed by Christopher Nolan and sundry other actors. Yes, lots of lots of people show up. <laughs> lots of people show up. They just wander by. Hey, making a Batman movie. Can I be in it? Sure. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I read a little. You know piece of trivia and it is true that it seems like christopher nolan has like a list of guys that he loved when he was a kid and he'll yeah. like pop them into his movies in some small role well like michael kane or well michael kane is a big one like he's obsessed right. with guys in all his movies but no like uh tom berenger and yeah in uh inception and rutger hauer and batman begins yeah um, you just see these sort of random guys. Yeah, it's like, yeah, really? Like, Why is he in Tom this? Tom Berenger? What? Well, who was the guy in uh, in Dark Knight Rises? Um, um, I'm blanking on his name. He was in Cutthroat Island. Uh, Matthew Modine. Matthew that Modine. Was, that was the one was this a, time. I was like, why is Matthew Modine in this movie? I know. Like, really? <laughs> like, uh-huh. what? Well, okay. So, to give a rundown. Now, and here's the thing. If you have not seen this movie by now, I am going to say, fine, spoiler alerts, fast forward 10, 15 minutes, however long, whatever. But at this point, I'm not going to give away too many spoilers in my summation of the movie. But if I do little spoiler alerts here and there, get over it. If you haven't seen it, you're not going to see it before you. it's spoiled anyway. <laughs> there we go. We'll That's... try to avoid the big stuff. Yes, exactly. So... Beginning of the movie, um, Batman, Bruce Wayne, has retired from being Batman since the end of Dark Knight. Yes. uh, For eight years. Because everybody thinks he murdered Harvey Dent. Yes. And so, and apparently according to the Harvey Dent Act, some piece of legislation... Basically, Gotham City is now crime-free. Right. Like, there is no crime in Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of weird. This is the one... St- this is the first sticking point I had with this movie. Oh. Is that in the comics and, you know, they... Well, mostly in the comics. Not as much in the movies, mm-hmm. but uh, in the comics, Gotham City was always sort of like this hellhole. Right. Like, they... 
it was always the reason Batman had to exist is because there was so much crime in Gotham and nobody was doing anything about it. The cops sucked, blah, blah, blah. But in this movie, right off the bat, they're like, nope, it's it's perfect. We love it here. Uh-huh. Everybody loves each other and has flowers for the strangers on the streets. And so I kind of went, all right, fine. They're trying to play up the Harvey Dent part of the movie. Right. And then so... This isn't a comic book. This is a film. This is true. But this is actually, to me, these, at least, at the very least, the first two movies uh, were closer to the comic book than pretty much any other movies. Yeah. Except for maybe Bat- the Batman, the 1989 Batman. Mm. Um, but anyway, so he had retired from being Batman. His leg is fucked up, which... I didn't really understand because that was never a part of the Dark Knight movie. The second one? Well, that, I think it was His legs just, all fucked up? It, well, no, it, but the whole point was is that he had, you know, he's a normal guy and he's doing these extraordinary things and it's going to lead to his body disintegrating. That sure. was the whole point. No, I, I understand that. But it was a very, it was, it was like a fairly big sticking point in the beginning of the movie. So then, um, machinations ensue and he becomes Batman again. Mm-hmm. Because there's this threat to the city and all this. Yes. And, um, uh, you know, everybody, uh, Alfred's all butthurt. I didn't want you to be Batman, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And this is a very uh, <laughs> this is a very flippant uh, summation. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so he, Alfred doesn't want to become Batman again. He, was, he goes on this whole big monologue about how he thought he could save him by making sure he didn't become Batman and all this stuff. Then um, uh, Catwoman shows up, which is sort of the catalyst for him becoming Batman again, in a way. Right. And so then Bane, who is like this... um, And see, this was interesting to me. Because Bane, in the comic books, was not the character that Bane was in the movie. In the comic books, Bane was like this monster. Okay? And in the in the movie, well, Bane right, is but, like this terrorist. Right. I mean, but see, those are two different a, types of always, monsters. This is this is uh, this is where I think people get lost with these movies is is because Christopher Nolan has always tried to ground the series in sure. in reality. So yeah, he's not a monster who's hopped up on Venom. Right. And, yeah. No, I'm not complaining. Superman. Superman. But yeah, he's a he's a bad guy. No, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that those. I've noticed, and I've read tons of the Batman comics, uh-huh. um, I've noticed that these Nolan movies, even though you may not think so, there's a lot of little touchstones in those movies mm-hmm. that are very grounded in the Batman comics. Sure. Even just little moments and stuff. Well, I think most of the history, as I understand it, having not read it, most of the history of Bane, you know, in the prison, blah, 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 is... Is true. True. To the to comics. Comic. Right. That part, the part of him being born in the prison, is true to the comic. But the rest of it, pretty much all the rest of it, mm. is not true to the comic at all. Mm. Um, but anyway, I don't, I'm not complaining about that. And in fact, I think it's probably a good thing that they did it that way. Because of the fact that if you go, oh, this, there's this guy that's just juiced up on this super drug that makes him this like giant monster. Mm. You'd go, yeah, right. That wouldn't fit with the rest of the m- movies. You exactly. know? So anyway, Bane takes over, and then I'm. This is like a brief summer, some summary. Mm-hmm. 
Bane takes over Gotham City. Yes. Makes it into this sort of anarchic, 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 thank you, city-state. Yes. Where mob rules, sort of. Uh-huh. And he exiles Batman. Yes. Well, yeah, because he throws him in the prison. And he says, he, his, his big thing is, I'm not going to kill you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to torture you by showing you me torturing this whole city that, that you, you love. love. Right. Hey, we're on the same page here. Yeah. So, um, he throws Batman in the prison. And um, there's a very iconic uh, painting or drawing of Batman in the comics getting his back broken by Bane. Mm. And they recreate that in the movie mm. where he lifts him up over his head, smashes him down. And in the, in the, in the movie, he didn't actually break his back. Apparently it just popped out one of his vertebrae a little bit. And then the guy fixed it and whatever. So in the comics, it was this like really long elongated story where Batman had his back broken, he was crippled, and this other guy became Batman. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm, I'm nerding out here a little. So, yes, more yeah. than a little. No, more than a little. So then uh, Gotham City becomes this sort of like city-state where mob rules sort of. Um, people said, oh, you know, it was almost sort of this weird communistic idea where everybody's equal and we all rule and we had mob rules and we can decide who gets to be exiled and who doesn't. And I thought it was a very fairly clever touch to put in Scarecrow as the judge. Yeah. What's his name? Cillian Murphy? Killian, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Killian. Didn't mean to screw you up there. <laughs> but, you know, and then Batman makes his return and kicks some ass and, you know. Take some names. Well, Choose, his name choose, taking is not as good. Choose his, bubblegum. His his, his <laughs> ass kicking is but much better than his name taking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's a very loose sort of synopsis of the movie. Right. Yes. But I think that most of the listeners of our podcast have probably seen this movie. Probably. So they know what happens. We don't have to explain it to them. Right. So now let's get into the opinions of the movie. The mm-hmm. always fun part. Okay. What's your opinion of it? My... <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Start us off, sir. My opinion of this movie is that... Um, I liked it. I I liked it a lot, mm. but I actually oh, liked yeah, it. I was gonna say that it sounds like there's a butt. there is a butt coming. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm five. Anyway, um, <laughs> I didn't like it as much as I hoped I would like it. Hmm. How come? Because mm, I think mostly because. I didn't really understand some of the um, motivations, I guess you could say, or like holdups of like Batman, Bruce Wayne is supposed to be this tortured guy. He doesn't really know if he should be Batman. He gave up this all, this whole big thing. And, um, you know, uh, Rachel got killed and he, it just fucked him all up and everything. But I thought, I was like, you know, come on. This is a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why he's Batman to start with, mm-hmm. is that he's kind of tortured and everything. There was a little too much... There was a little too much emo-ness in it for me, I think. I don't... I, I didn't get that. Like, not emo in the sense of, oh, poor me, but like, there was too much conversation about 
what everything means and all that stuff. And I have no problem with conversations like that oh. at all. I just thought it was overdone huh. in this movie. I, I disagree. I don't know. I just, it didn't, maybe I was comparing it too much to The Dark Knight, which well, to only, me. only favorable for me. Which, you, you like the third one better? I like both of them better than The Dark Knight. I, for, really? I hate The Dark Knight. You may have said that on the podcast, and I, I probably said this on the same podcast. You're clinically insane. No, really. I, I, I think I think it's boring as sin. It's I mean, they're to me watching. I think they're you know roughly the same length. If this one's not a bit longer, but um, that one really, I felt it. I was like, holy fuck, when the fuck is this? Every like it had no juice. Like I just never you, got into it. You may be the only person in the world I, with that no, opinion. I, I know I'm not. Okay, well, because I either, listen to other podcasts, and I've, see, I see that this one felt more like that to me. No, and because I, and you know, just to explain, I never thought what's his name was really that great. Who Heath Ledger? Yeah, yeah. To oh. me, it was a Sean Pennish performance where, like, yeah, he's you know he's creating an interesting character. And I'm watching him do it rather than watching him be the character. You know what I mean? I know like, what you mean, but I don't agree at all. Yeah, yeah, no. He, I mean, you were. I was watching the wheels turn on him. I don't agree with that opinion at all. Yeah. I thought that that performance was phenomenal. It's not. <laughs> oh, so you know, right? I no, do. but honestly, I felt that a little bit more. What you're talking about, as like, it felt really slow in parts i felt that much more in dark knight rises than see, in did. dark knight at all see to me the dark knight rises was really consistent in tone and temper and speed and i you know i got to the end and i was like whoa that went you know i thought I, this was going to be long i you know what though i honestly i i mean i really liked the movie mm -hmm. i just i felt that a lot more than i did in dark knight mm -hmm. the the going okay um let's move forward a little bit mm -hmm. um especially with some of the um commissioner gordon stuff i thought it was a little too heavy on him really his I, character i really liked him in this movie no i liked him i'm not saying i didn't like him uh -huh. i'm saying that i thought there was just a little too much i think you could have trimmed a lot of that like what well maybe not a lot of it but at least give some me, of it give me an example um, let me think here. There was because I mean big... the, the reason, at least in my mind, the reason that there is more Commissioner Gordon is because for so much of the movie, Batman's out of commission. Yeah, and see, maybe that is sort of a part of the reason that I I felt that way because mm -hmm. you know it's a Batman movie, and I get the fact that there are other characters besides Batman, but I also felt like, especially toward the beginning of the movie, mm -hmm. it's like you kind of go. Man, come on, let's see some Batman, you know? And it, you didn't actually see Batman until like 30, 35 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Which I understand is a is a sort of a choice that they made and all that stuff, and that's fine. I thought it was a really good movie. It sounds like I'm bitching about this movie. You are. But I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Well, yeah. I'm not the one saying that, oh, it was horrible, boring, I was looking at my watch. You no, were... that's what I thought of The Dark Knight. Now, I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. I have these little quibbles. Overall, I thought it was a great movie. Mm. And in fact, I love the fact that the scope of this movie was so big. And I was really kind of wondering, 
if he would be able, if Nolan would be able to pull off the fact that the scope of this movie was so big because Batman, in a lot of ways, um, his core thing is that he beats up muggers. Right. Really? Mm. I mean, when you get right down to it, sure. he's not fighting international villains for the most <laughs> part. In some of the comics, they, they made it into that for a while. But it, in overall, it's more of a little bit smaller scale. Uh-huh. You know, which is, I think, why I liked uh, Dark Knight, the second one, because it was just about the right scale for Batman. Hmm. This one was so big, I was wondering if it would they would be able to pull it off, hmm. which I think that they did. Hmm. I think that they pulled it off really well. Yeah. And I think that um, one thing that comic fans will appreciate is that the girl... Now, here is a spoiler no, alert. No, we're not even going to say that one. Okay. That was a character in the comics. Correct. That was a really big character for a while. Mm. Like a really big character. Uh-huh. And so, I was actually kind of impressed that they actually managed to work that in. Uh-huh. And I was a little disappointed that, that was it wasn't more made of it, of the character, yeah. And the significance of the character to say comic book fans, I guess. But at the same thing, That's a, I, but I was also, I felt the exact same way about Harvey Dent in Dark Knight. Uh-huh. I went, Two-Face is a great character. I love that character. Uh-huh. That was one of my favorite Batman villains, like, of all time. Sure. And they didn't really do much with him. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, they did, but it seemed like they... It seemed like well, that character be, should have he, been more important. He didn't become Two-Face until near the end of the movie, right? Sure, right. But what I, the way I felt about it is uh-huh. I thought that like that would be an ongoing character that could be great, you know? But, of course, these movies weren't really built for ongoing characters. Right. None Other of them than were. the heroes, right. Right. The weird thing is, is the one ongoing character throughout the whole series is Scarecrow. Was he in the second one? I don't know. Yeah, he was. Remember at the beginning? Uh, the very beginning when Batman has the fight in the parking garage um, where the fake Batmans show up mm-hmm. and he like ties them all up and he kicks everybody's ass. That was Scarecrow mm-hmm. in the second one. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yes, he was <laughs> in the second one. I liked Killian Murphy. You know, so of course, he wasn't really the Scarecrow in this movie. He was no, he was the, they were the doctor guy. Right. But he was clearly a nutball. Right. You know what I've noticed, though, too, about Christopher Nolan? And this has nothing to do with the story or the characters. Mm-hmm. He has a very, he's a penchant for very odd-looking actors. How so? Well, Cillian Murphy is fairly Killian. odd-looking. Killian. I keep saying Cillian. Killian Murphy is fairly odd-looking. Not yeah. weird, like, grotesque or something. Sure. But who was the guy who was, like, the member of the board or the assistant to the member of the board of Wayne Enterprises and all that stuff in the third one. Oh he looked like a freaking like like a frog had a baby with a oh, fish. Oh the Australian guy is the one who wanted to take over Wayne Enterprises, right? Him no, both of those guys. Him and, and the other assistant? guy. I I see and I can never weird, remember. weird looking guy. I can never remember that Australian guy's name, but he's fairly famous. And then um, the other one is Burn Gorman. They're both really weird looking. Uh. And yeah, just 
very weird looking. I'm sorry. But I just, it's a Nolan thing, I think. That he has this, this affinity for odd looking people. Well, yeah, but they they also kind of inhabit the characters, you know? Sure, yeah. No, I mean, I get the point of it. Right. Is that, you know, this guy is not like... The, he actually he, physically looks like what he's portraying. It's kind of, of a Dick Tracy type of thing. Right. Yeah. No, I get that, but it's just like, the the I remember... The, the first time the assistant guy came on the screen, I was just like, whoa, weird looking guy. I never thought Burn Gorman was that odd looking. Not the, not the guy who wanted to take over, the other no, guy. No, no, yeah, yeah, his assistant. Oh, I thought he was really weird looking. The one looking. who gets exiled. Yeah, no, he was really weird looking. I never, he just looks British to me. Um, <laughs> Hence, weird looking. <laughs> Indeed. Um, he had good teeth, though, so maybe he isn't uh, British. No, he I'm going um, for the low jokes here. Yes. But, okay, here's what, give me your opinion of the movie. Because I went on just for a little while about mine. And I know that this is going to take up a big part of the podcast because it's a big movie. It's a huge movie. Right. And by the way, to any podcast listeners that do not know, we do live in Denver, Colorado, where this awful shooting happened that took the whole entire country by surprise and shocked everybody and everything else. So, yes, we're very aware of that situation. And I don't think that for either of us stopped us from wanting to go see this movie because one nutbag decided that he was going to freak out and have an excuse to freak out yeah. based on a movie. Uh-huh. No, I, I went to see it the next day. Yeah. Saturday morning, 1030. Yeah. I was no. there. <laughs> you know what? Fuck that guy. You know, the thing is, is if it wasn't Batman, it would have been something else. So... I, I think that all these people that are saying, oh, I'm scared to go see Batman, fuck that. That's like saying you're you're scared to go to school because some guy in Virginia State or Virginia Tech shot up a school. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's just some fucking idiot, fucking lunatic that decided that he was going to freak out over one thing, whether whatever it was. So that's the end of that. Mm. Anyway, just take that how you will. We're in Denver. We know what happened. We yeah. are very aware. And it in no way blunted my enjoyment of this movie. I did not feel scared to go to this movie. I have not felt scared to go to a movie theater. So people who on Facebook post, oh, my kids are scared to go to the movies, get over it. <laughs> really. Oh, so, you can be tremendously insensitive there, buddy. I can, but you know what? Fine, I don't care. <laughs> um... Although it was funny, the very next day people were like freaking around. I was, I'm not being insensitive to the fact that it happened and that it affected a lot of people's lives. What I'm saying, maybe what's coming across as being insensitive is people get hit by buses sometimes. That doesn't mean that you should be scared to go walk down the sidewalk. Sure, but that doesn't mean somebody, some people aren't. True, but <laughs> that's the, but the, the thing, my opinion is, is if there are some people that are scared to walk down the street because some people get hit by buses, yes, I'll be insensitive to them. I don't care. <laughs> Very well. Okay, so anyway, Phil, your opinion, Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> We've digressed a little. Well, I'll say it's my, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously the Dark Knight's out, but I think Batman Begins still ranks above this one for me, but it's second in the series. Um... Wait, Bat. So rank them for me. I lost. Batman time. Begins, Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight. Really? Yes. Huh. Okay. My my ranking, just in case you were wondering, was Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Batman Begins. Although 
Batman Begins being in third place is sort of a little bit of a, it's a little misleading being that I really, really like that movie, mm-hmm. but I like the other two better. Sure. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know. For me, I thought it was spot on tonally. I, you know, I, I, you know, no matter how much of a fan I am, I am of Batman or, or whatever, the other movies or, or all the previous, you know, Adam West, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I always take each movie on its own and I consider it on its own. So sure. I, I always kind of roll my eyes at those. Well, in the comics thing. So, but true. Well, on I get its that. Own, I, I think it's, it's a perfectly wonderful movie. And I think the villain uh, and, uh, or, and or villains are um, excellent. Yeah. I mean, I, to me, I mean, Bane to me now, I you know the things he was doing with his eyes were fucking awesome, but the the voice got. A I was odd. going to. I, that's the one thing we have not spoke about <laughs> in this podcast yet. The voice. I mean, it's pretty you know de rigueur now. Everybody, it, he was doing some sort of Sean Connery impression. I don't know, but why? But it seems he was thing. doing this proper British old man kind of thing to yes. me. And I couldn't really, but see, that wasn't consistent all the way through. There were certain parts of that movie where it was just him, basically with this sort of Batman voice almost, where he was just like, you know, it's super deep and growly and that was it. But there was also certain parts where it's like, oh yes, this would hurt you. You know, and it was like, <laughs> really? What? It was a, It was the oddest choice to me, really, because I was like... Yeah. And not to say that it didn't work, because in some parts of the movie, I think it really did work. Yeah, yeah. In other parts of the movie, I kind of went, no, I don't know. That, <laughs> I don't... Yeah, yeah. It was a very interesting choice it of... It really was. I'll say that. It was, uh, it was a bold decision. Yeah. And <laughs> I was just, I mean, I, I don't know. I, like I said, certain parts of the movie, to me, I felt like it really fit. Like, I was like, wow, that's super effective. Yeah. And then other parts I went, well, maybe not so much now. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I, I, I quite enjoyed it from, from top to tail. I really enjoy, I really liked the movie. I thought everybody did a good job. I, you know, I didn't... I. To me, I, I got why there wasn't Batman for 45 minutes or whatever. And, you know, the, the story made it plain why you weren't going to see Batman sure. for 45 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't got, missing him. No, I got it. Like, I mean, I got the fact that why the Batman wasn't there and all this stuff. But I sort of thought that part of the movie, like, I really felt like... And maybe this is just me being sort of, like... If it was me, I'd be a little lazy. But I felt like, okay, listen. I get the whole, like, sort of, he's a tortured guy and this really screwed him up in a way and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But everybody knows that Batman is going to come. And maybe you don't have to necessarily have 40 minutes of him coming back. Maybe you could only have 25 minutes of him coming back from this. Um... Do you know what I mean? And and maybe that's me no, being lazy. I, I but think I think the job of any movie is to surprise you. Yeah, and thus, I I will make say, it realistic that he why he's out and how coming back 
you know, that first time sure. leads to his be, him being out of commission. Sure, no, I get why that. he's not in top form. Saying you know, blah blah yeah. blah. Why he's no, I totally get that. I do. I, mean, I understand. All the setup it. plays out. Sure, it does. To me. It no, it does to me too. It does to me. And I mean, I get it. I mean, maybe like I said, maybe I'm just a little bit more of a. Uh, uh, you want to see goddamn Batman. I want to see Batman kicking some ass. Batman. I want to see Batman. <laughs> Where the hell's my Batman? <laughs> um, I also wanted you to ask, or I wanted, I wanted you <laughs> to ask. What did you want me to ask you? I wanted saying? you to ask how awesome I am, Phil. Oh. And I will say to you, I am just uh, awesome sufficient, enough. sufficient enough of awesomeness. Sufficiently awesome. Yeah. Sufficiently awesome. Um, not overly awesome, by the way. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't want to show off. Oh, and it would hurt for you. Oh, God. oh, that was pretty bad, wasn't it? Anyway, um, we have neither of us have mentioned Catwoman yet. Yeah. Um, um, what I did thought, you think of Catwoman? I thought Hathaway did a great job. I, um, you know, I mean, it's hard to. It's hard to talk about some movies that you think are good sometimes because you're just like, oh, they're pretty good. Yeah. No, I know. We well, we had this whole conversation on uh-huh. one one episode where we're like, yeah, it's good. I liked it. Let's move where, on. If it's like a bad <laughs> movie, you're like, oh my god, here's why it was so bad. Right. But I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, but here's here's my opinion of Catwoman. Uh huh. Slash Selena Kyle. Um, I think that. Uh, her character, I it, the more I thought about it, I mean, and here's the thing: there, mm. I have I have two minds about this, um, and I have two minds. One of them doesn't agree with the other, anyway. Yeah. Um, but um, in one on one side of it, I thought that her character was there to just only facilitate certain things in the plot, being the like you know rescuing Batman at some point or helping Batman at some point, mm-hmm. and then we're talking about toward the end. And I won't give it away, whatever. But um, <laughs> I also thought... I've heard a lot of people angered about that. About what? The whole scene when the she... The end? Yeah, yeah. I've heard people that weren't too happy about that either. But, I, you know, honestly, to me, that I had no problem with that whatsoever. I totally... I was uh, like, that, that scene to me... That scene <laughs> to me, I was like, yeah. No, that works for me. Yeah. You know? But um, the one thing I thought about was that, like, she's sort of, she's a facilitator. That character is a facilitator. She facilitates him going back into being Batman. Right. She also facilitates a lot of the things toward the end. Sure. But yet, her character is not necessarily a character that you couldn't do without. I didn't think so, anyway. Well, I, I mean, you could have, I, I guess. I mean, I get, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, those, those duties, those plot points could have been done by somebody else, but then you or could have, they could have been done just on their own. But you needed love interest. Yeah, you're right. But at the same time, I, I mean, and I get that. It's like, I, but I felt like Catwoman is a very like. And especially, I really liked Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. I really liked her a lot. Mm-hmm. And in fact, that scene where they're in the bar, and yeah. she sets the dude up, I was like, oh my god. That is fantastic acting. Yes. Where she's flipping out, and then she's not, and then she is. 
I was like, wow, that's <laughs> really good. It was fun. Yeah. It was, I honestly, it was like, I just thought I'm, and you know, normally when I watch movies, I have the one side of me that's just watching the movie and going, you know, I'm in this, mm-hmm. watching this story. The other side that's sort of analyzing a little bit. Yeah. And I went, those, both sides of those agreed at that point. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, she's like, one, she's a really good actress. Her character is a really good actress. <laughs> and, and Hathaway's a really good actress. Right. I thought that was phenomenal. That may have been my favorite, like, 10-second performance in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like the plethora of villains in this movie, from Catwoman, who's only kind of a villain, um, and uh, the billionaire who hires Bane. The millionaire. And, and Bane, and, and Bane, and the secret villain. Sure. When we won't give away who that is. Right. Until later episodes when maybe two months from now everybody in the planet has seen it. Exactly. But anyway, um, the um, the one thing I've liked about all three of the Nolan movies right. is that uh, it seems like in all of them there are villains who are like the really over-the-top villains like the Joker and Bane. Uh-huh. But there's also the villains that are like Rutger Hauer and the guy who was trying to take well, over. Rutger Hauer was his friend. But he was kind of a villain, though. He was the one that forced him out in the first one. No. Or forced out Lucius Fox. He was fired he? Lucius Fox, oh. remember? Uh, maybe I mis- misremembered. Anyway. But so Rutger Hauer was kind of, he was a very, he was not his friend. He was sort right. of the bad guy mm-hmm. on a corporate sense. Okay. And then there's also the guy who was trying to take over Wayne Enterprises in the in Dark Knight Rises. Uh-huh. And so I think that it's very cool that they have managed to sort of um, integrate these crazy over-the-top villains like Bane and the Joker, but also these villains that you go, I read, a guy, I read about that guy in the newspaper last right. week. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He doesn't use a he doesn't use a sword. He uses a fountain pen. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's very cool because Villains that makes on it, different levels. That grounds it too. Right. I mean, you say, you know what? Yes, nobody's really gonna go out and, um, you know, dress as a bat and kick people's <laughs> ass. But if that was the case, he would still have to deal with all these douchebags like that. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. Um. The other character we have to talk about. Mm. Is um, JGL Joseph Gordon Levitt? Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, I, it took me a second to even remember his initials. But yeah, uh, um, what did you think of his character, John? I thought, I mean, it was perfectly good. I, you know, I mean, some of it came out of left field, like you know, like I knew you were Batman when I met you. That I scene, like, I was okay. watching that scene, going, what, like. I, where he goes to his office uh-huh. and talks to him. At home, yeah. Or, well, yeah, his office is his home. He's he's rich enough to have a home and an office. Sure. <laughs> it's called a home office, Phil. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Anyway. No, when he, when he just... <laughs> it's it's very feng shui. But um, he came in and just goes, Hey, Batman. And you're like, what? Who's this guy? What's he talking about? Yeah. You know? That, it, was, it was a little surprising, but I, I, you know, I went with it. I was like, okay, I get it. That was sort of my, in my mind, one of my biggest suspensions of disbelief. Yeah. Because he just walks into his house and says, hey, by the way, I know you're Batman. And it's like, really? 
You know, and you can say that logically, okay, Batman has this helicopter that can fly up to the moon and back and whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, who has the money for that? Yeah. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. I mean, I get that. That's always <laughs> that's always been a thing in Batman comics uh-huh. and every movies and everything. It's like, really, who could do this? Uh-huh. You know, it's like me if I wanted to be Batman, I'd be out there with a ski mask and like a fucking <laughs> stick and going, a seventy six Camaro and still being like, stop it, whacking people with a stick. You know? Exactly, be but, more like Kick Ass. Exactly, but yeah, I mean, I didn't necessarily buy that so much. But I like, I really do like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh-huh. I think he's a really good actor. Yes. I think that they set it up perfectly at the end, though, because you could tell that no one was done uh-huh. at the end of the movie. Right. Okay? No one was done. That trilogy of Batman movies was done. Uh-huh. But you went, hmm, there may be a future here. Well, yeah. Warner Brothers ain't gonna, you know. Oh, fuck No. Those movies have made, like, $5 billion or some shit. Correct. But, like, um, you know, you went, okay, I can see that as actually a non-super cheesy way to sort of continue this. Right. You know. So I I actually sort of went, oh, good. You know, that's a good way to try and continue that. (laughs) As opposed to just being like, stay tuned, next bat channel. Right. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Um... No, I mean I don't know. I didn't I didn't have any major problems other than Bane's voice with that movie. And um, was that your problem that you didn't like the British voice or you just couldn't I understand thought it? Was, it? I no, no, I I didn't have a problem understanding him. I just thought it was really over the top at some points. Yeah, it like, was. Like well that like I'm paying attention more to how he's saying this than what he's saying. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like, whoa, you know, there, you want to snicker a couple times. Yeah, movie. there was, I think that there was a, there was, there was definitely more than once in that movie where they hit that real perfect balance of it. Sure. But I wish they would have kept that balance through the whole movie. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. So, anyway, wow, we're way into it. We haven't even hit the smoke break yet. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do the smoke break, and then we're going to do the um, miscellaneous. Okay. I just made up that word. Miscellaneous. I know, but I like my word better. Oh. I know what the actual word is, Phil. I'm sure you do. And for you listeners out there who can't <laughs> see what we're doing, he patted me on the shoulder as if I was actually mentally soft. Well, I mean, you people out there are listening to this, right? No. <laughs> Oh boy, Phil! This second half's gonna be a doozy. I can say that. We're gonna, yeah. as Sigourney Weaver says in Copycat, what are we do? <laughs> yeah. Okay. On that note, it's smoke break time. Okay, podcast rises. Ha! Welcome back to the non-Batman section. Of the <laughs> this is the non-Batman section of the podcast. Exactly. Which, if you've already tuned out, sorry, but if you haven't. Will not talk about Batman anymore, except for the fact that you know what, Phil? I thought Batman's armor. No, I'm I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. At least they didn't add nipples. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> or a g-string. Oh, did you notice that in Batman, one of the Schumacher Batmans, he actually had a g-string on. Hey, good for him. That's a, that's a plus for me. Um, <laughs> my only my only thought about that was okay, fine. You know what, Alicia Silverstone. I don't think she's all that attractive, but we better get a goddamn lot of butt shots 
And, and I'm like, and we, no, one, 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 no, one's enough. All right. Anyway, welcome to the now not Matt Batman right, right. section. So we just betrayed what we said five minutes ago, and now we're moving. We forward. are a couple of liars. Yes. Okay. So, yes, Phil, what huh. you got? Um, oh, and by the way, just to lay this out a little bit, I don't know why I'm even doing this, but what we're gonna do is we're gonna do some non-Batman movies, and then at the end. Considering they're called trailers, we're going to do a trailer section at the end. Yay. So it'll be trailing the other section. Ooh. Wow. Ah. That works out. Holy shit. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did we just Quit both it. lose interest? Yes. Um, so the first one I'd like to talk about that I saw in the previous month was Chronicle. And this is the story of the ordinary kids who get superpowers. Am I right? Yes. They get telekinetic powers. Yes. Okay. And it's one of these "quote unquote" found footage movies. Yes, <laughs> I, <You know? laughs> I love it. The, the, you know what? And the listeners have no idea, but I love it when I ask a question and you, you go yes, and then when you look away from the microphone, it's like, uh oh, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I've know, noticed that move. I, you know. If a found, for me, if a found footage movie works, it really works. You know, it, sure. it started with Blair Witch where it worked, you know, and yeah. it goes on and on, uh, apparently endlessly. Um, <laughs> yeah. And when you do it in these ways where like, like, uh, and it's less annoying in um, Cloverfield, right. but in these, in these, in these movies where like the people just like get addicted to their camera, like. People are telling them like, "Put that down," and they're like, "No, man, I got, I got to record." Well, this. like, there's no like, real reason uh, to have. There's right, no real exactly. reason to have the found uh, footage, right? Yeah. Um, it's that like, was a complaint that I definitely heard about this movie. Uh-huh. Is it like, why are they recording all of this it's all just, the time? The guy goes crazy, and he, he just starts recording everything. But it it gets weird when like other people are like, "Oh, he actually put it down." Well, I'm gonna pick it up and record him, like. Yeah, so the excuse for the found footage is not as good as just actually having a, and I hate this word, organic reason for the found footage. Exactly. I hate that word. That Honestly, if we can come up with another word for something like that, we should, because I cannot stand that. Okay. Just like I can't stand meta. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so yes, this is a story of, of three high school students uh, who find this mysterious crystal under the ground and it gives them some sort of telekinetic powers and, you know, they, they get stronger as they use them more, blah, blah, blah. One of them's a bit unstable because he's got an abusive father and a dying mother and blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah happens and, you know, bad things ensue. Phil, um, I think you used the word blah just now about six times in yeah, two sentences. I think that says a lot about how I feel about the story <laughs> of this movie. Um... I will say, like, I, I've talked to some people who really like this movie. Like, oh, it's so fucking cool, man. I'm like, really? Like, I wanted to shoot these characters in the fucking head. Like, they are the whiniest main characters <laughs> I've ever seen. You're a superhero. Stop whining. You would call them emo. I would say, like, holy fuck. <laughs> you they would need, say, I would call medication. them emo. You would call them, like, uh, de- uh, dead. Yes, they're, they need, they're, they should be mental patients. Um, <laughs> well, you know what the weird thing is? is? It's like, honestly, and, and this is something I thought of when I saw the trailer for this movie, uh-huh. is if teenagers got these powers, mm-hmm. 
they may not uh, react in the way that some of the X-Men react, which is we need to save the world and we need to be noble and all this stuff, but they probably also wouldn't just be like, eh, they get these powers. Like what you're talking about, it's like whining about it. Really? I mean, honestly, what kid doesn't want to have something like that happen to them and not just be like, this is a fucking awesome, as opposed to just whining about it? Well, that's about half the movie, is them, is them like, you know, flying around like, holy shit, I can't believe we just did that, oh my god, blah, blah, blah. But then the kid, you know, ends up on his little dark path. And oh, right, because... Starts crying about a lot of stuff, and, and you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Fuck by up. the end, I was like, oh, thank God, that's over. Um... So it didn't sound like you enjoyed that very much. No, it's one of the it, it's one of the worst movies of the last twenty years I've that wow. I've ever watched. Wow. Well, okay. I mean, it, it's reprehensibly bad. That bad, huh? Yeah, it's it's downright horrid. Wow. For a for a you know major release that made some money, you know, not just you know. Something yeah. that showed up on video somewhere. Sure, it's not like just a VOD kind right. of thing. This is it, this is horrid. Wow! And that so many people went to see it and apparently liked it that they're going to make another one. Really? Uh, shame on you! Really? They're yeah. going to make a sequel to it? Mm-hmm. Holy crap! Because it's a cheap movie. Well, sure. These found footage movies. I mean, obviously, probably yeah. Cloverfield was not really that cheap, but. Um, you know, these found footage movies tend to be sort of this weird sneak under the radar, cheap ass movies, mm-hmm. because all you have to do is take an actor who may or may not be any good at acting <laughs> and say, listen, hold this camera. You will be a, the actor and b the camera crew. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to light it really minimally or whatever. Well, it's and not it's not Blair Witchy. I mean, it, it probably cost twenty twenty five million dollars. There's some yeah, but serious, twenty twenty five million. What is that? Some, That's like nothing, right? Today, there's some big you know special effects in it, but um, it's it's just a ridiculous, ridiculous film. Okay, so <laughs> that's what um, I got to say about. It. I mean, right. it's like if you like that movie, stop listening to my podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should put on our fucking Facebook page. If you like any of the following movies, stop listening to our podcast. Yes, that would be an interesting project. <laughs> we might end up with no listeners. Yeah. Well, maybe. I'm bound yeah. to offend everyone. Well, you know what the problem is, is that we have so many differing opinions that if they canceled each other out, we'd be like, we have no movies to tell you. Because exactly. you just listen to this podcast if you like any movies. <laughs> oh my you'd be goodness. like, uh, you know, I'd be like, Roadhouse is awesome. You'd be like, Roadhouse is shit. And I'd be like, okay, we can't use that one as <laughs> exactly. our list, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, no, Chronicle is a piece of dookie that showed up on my doorstep from Netflix and you Thanks know, a I lot, had, Netflix. I had high hopes. You know, I you know the, I kinda the trailer did too. was intriguing, and uh, you know, I almost wanted to see it in the theater, and of course, I didn't. But <coughs> and now I'm glad I didn't pay twenty fucking dollars to see that horseshit. I actually was sort of uh, interested in that too. I went, you know, this is an interesting concept, right? You know, what if just some normal kid? I mean, I guess that's like sort of the Spider-Man thing. It's like, what's if some normal kid got well? That's almost every you know. You know Superhero story. Uh, not really. I mean, Batman was not a normal kid. Superman was not a normal kid. None but of the he X Men were raised a normal person in Iowa. I believe it was Kansas. Whatever the fuck. 
Thank you, internet. Somewhere in the Midwest. Thank you, internet. Flyover. Do country. not write hate letters to me because I actually did know where Superman grew up. And do you know the town that Superman grew up in? Smallville. It's a fucking TV show. <laughs> a decade. I, know. I was just trying to push your buttons open. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, and it works. I know, you know, I'll link this to another film I saw, which was okay. uh, Tomorrow When the War Began. Oh, um, you know what? I am very... You told me about this a little bit earlier. Yeah. I'm sort of interested about this movie, <laughs> even though you said what you said, which go ahead and say now. Right. So this, uh, since you almost guaranteed never to have heard of it, is... Uh, is no, I've never heard of it. It's an Australian picture, uh, again, Tomorrow When the War Began, that's kind of an Australian... It's based on a series of books, but uh, that, you know, are Australian. Uh, for all that, that <laughs> so, and basically, the, the message is Australia. Exactly. <laughs> and um, it's an Australian knockoff of Red Dawn. <laughs> that's that. so awesome. Like, I just <laughs> honestly, when you told me that before, I was like, holy crap, I gotta see this. Yes. So, essentially, like... Um, these kids go off into the bush. Uh, to <laughs> they go, go and walk about. Yes, they go camping, and they, they're off in the bush when their 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 town with the ridiculously Australian name of Wirriwee. Uh, <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, gets uh, gets invaded by some nameless Asian country. Those Asians, exactly. damn it! Um, and uh, always invading when they don't. And you know they they hurt anybody into the local stadium and. Uh, and then uh, these kids are just wreaking havoc on the on the rest of the on the on the nameless Asians. Wolverines, exactly. Um, and you know, at the end, they they well, I'm not going to tell you the end, but uh, you yeah, know, they have to their know. grand plan to stop the invasion. Blah blah blah. And uh, it is the most successful film in Australian history. And really, they are currently making two back to back sequels to it. Wow, this movie came out, I think, two years ago. Really? In Australia. Wow. Well, you know what's funny about that? I mean, and, and this is a very small point, I guess, maybe. But, you know, you said that they come up with this plan to sort of uh, thwart the invaders and all this stuff and, and defeat them and all that. I thought one of the things that I really kind of liked about Red Dawn, uh -huh. which you said it was sort of a rip bottle, Yes. Um, was that at the end... There was no plan to actually defeat the invaders. Right. It was just sort of like, well, a couple guys are going to probably die, but you guys got to get out of here. And there was no big plan. I mean, honestly, I, I th it, it sounds stupid to take Red Dawn seriously at all. But that, <laughs> sounds, that sounds actually a little more realistic. It's sort of like, well, you know. Um, right. Well, in in this scenario, the 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 nameless Asian foe has only <laughs> captured like three ports, and um, you know Australia is so fucking big. So there's only like in their area in Wirriwi, Wirriwi, Wirriwi. There's like one bridge that goes from the port to the you know the rest of the country, right? And so they want to blow up the bridge. Well, here's what I want to know: is that what? nameless Asian country would take over a fictional town in Australia. It's like, really? It's like one of those, what it made me think of 
was one of those pointless moves on a risk board. <laughs> where... Well, the, I mean, <laughs> you have to remember that, I mean, geopolitically, if, we, if we're getting down to it, uh, Australia is a very wealthy country with a, that's, that's got a shit ton of land with nobody in it and a shit ton of resources next to countries that are filled with gajillions of people with no money. No, I know. So that like they they're you know they've got this voice talking like this in the stadium that says you you know essentially like you people are too rich. We will make you share with the rest of us, you know essentially yeah. like No, I know. I just like I, for some reason I got this image of like um fi- with when me and you used to play Risk mm-hmm. all night before uh-huh. the advent of the internet. Exactly. Uh fighting over Australia and thinking, wait a minute. <laughs> this is Australia. What the fuck am it's I doing? It's two armies. <laughs> yeah. This is not even a country or a <laughs> fucking continent that's worth anything. Exactly. Damn it. And yes, again, I nerded out over risk. Yes. But whatever. You're always good for that one. I know. Um, but no, like, uh, it's... So it's I'm a, actually interested like a, to see this movie a little bit. It's it's a bit rough. Let's just say that. Um, you know, Australian that, movies tend to be a little bit rough. No, no. Like, Some of them. The, the, yeah, every place has bad movies. This no, one. No. But, like, to me, it's more prevalent in Australian movies, really. Mm-hmm. And I told you when we were on the smoke break, Fortress, which we talked about on the podcast before, was on at, like, 6.30 in the morning the other day. And every time I see the word Fortress on uh-huh. the guide, I go, ah, it's going to be right or Howard. But I oh, always, Christopher like... Christopher Lambert, but yes. Oh, yeah, right. Christopher Lambert. But, like, I... I scroll down to it just in case. It's, it's almost Rachel like playing the, the scratch tickets, you yes. know. And it, I, I went down there. I was like, Rachel Ward. Oh, my God. And I, It's that <laughs> fortress. It's that fortress. And so, you know, that was like a total treat because it wasn't. Right. Yes, that movie is not polished really at all. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, awesome. You know, I mean, one of the things I like about movies like that is they're not polished. They're just saying. Here it is. Well, no, no. By by rough, I mean like it's a little like oh, I just watched that. Um, oh, okay. Sorry, I took that. <laughs> you know, poorly yeah. acted. You know, they 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 you know uh, make their attempts at special effects that are you know decent. Okay. Um, you know, as good as Chronicle, I'd say better maybe. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, it's directed by a guy Stuart Beatty, and he's a fairly well known uh, screenwriter. Mm-hmm. But um, he went back home and made this movie. And I just got to say, you know, in comparison, like looking at two similar stories, and I'm thinking of Red Dawn, and I'm watching this, and Red Dawn was, you know, butch as butch can be, you know, all these kids like, yeah, fuck you, we're going to go kill people. And this movie's like, Wolverines! Oh my God, mate. I just don't know. Like, holy shit. Like, she's gone off the deep end. You know, like, See, the girl he... who's, like, actually trying to take charge is like, yeah. oh, my God, have you gone totally crazy, mate? You know, I mean, and my <laughs> really? accent's getting a little weird. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but, um, but well, yeah, like, they're, they're it, going, it's very okay. whiny. It, really? Like, all, you know, all the little girls are like, you know, one of them's really religious. She's like, I just don't think I can kill people. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they and came then, in of course, and just killed your whole family. You know, at the end, you know, she picks up the... Right. We'll see, but... In slow-mo. Right, I'm sure. And You know, the thing is, though, is that my reaction to that is a very American reaction to that. And I don't know. I don't know if... Maybe my reaction is a completely non-Australian reaction to that. But I always thought that that Australians were very sort of somewhat similar to Americans in the fact that, like, hey, mate, we'll kick your ass. 
No, they are. So um, what? What's up? I, with I that? don't know. Hell if I know. The youth of Australia isn't butch anymore. I don't know. Fuck you, Australia. But uh, I mean, unless anybody it, down there listens to us, you know. I mean, it, it makes it. You know, it it prays at the at the altar of multiculturalism. It's like you know, looking at the cast, you're like, "Whoa, is this a Benetton ad?" <laughs> <laughs> Would you have a checklist? I, an Australian oh, checklist, oh, but a checklist. Yeah, you know what you though? Know, they've got the the Vietnamese kid and the. Dude. And the Greek kid, and the, you, you know, know what blah, though? Blah, the blah, best blah. part about that reaction was, Phil, that something that the listeners would never see. You actually just like nodded your head supremely violently and just went, "Yes, that's what they did." <laughs> I love that. But so yeah, tomorrow when the war begins, I think it's showing currently on Showtime. If you want to give it a whirl, all right, let's do it. All right. So what? What Anything are you for you, sir? Uh, well, I was gonna. Um, Sort of condensed two into one. Okay. I have uh, the two, the two uh, broken lizard movies that I had never seen before. Okay. And I'd actually seen all the rest of them uh-huh. because I'm a fairly, I I wouldn't say that I'm like a huge fan of Broken Lizard, but um, I I enjoy them well enough. I enjoy their movies well enough to watch them. Sure. So the two movies that I've seen were the the very first movie of Broken Lizard called Puddle Cruiser. Uh-huh. And there was this other one that was uh, directed by... Most of their movies are directed by J. Chandra Hesker. Chandra Chandra Sekar. Yes. Okay. Him. Um, but there was one that all the Broken Lizard guys were in that was directed by... Um, the uh, His last name is Heffernan. Mm. He's like the fat guy. Sure. I okay. have no idea. So anyway, that one was called um, the Slammin' Salmon. Ooh, and uh, that sounds dirty. <laughs> it's <laughs> you just took this podcast to a whole different <laughs> this level. Is it. This is uh, can you fucking believe it? After dark, exactly. Uh, that's what you were gonna say, right? Exactly. <laughs> you took right. the words right so, out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Um, we will work backwards. The Slammin' Salmon was the one that was the newer one. Uh-huh. And um, it was actually this comedy about a restaurant uh, that most of the Broken Lizard cast played waiters. There was the one one guy who played uh, a manager. Sure. But um, the premise was is that the owner of the restaurant, this guy who was a... Uh, uh, championship boxer played by Michael Clark Duncan. Sure. What he had lost a bunch of money in some gambling scenario mm-hmm. uh, to the mob or something, and he had to pay it off by the end of the night. And if the 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 crew of the restaurant couldn't raise this much money in tips and sales and all this stuff, he was gonna get like shot or something. Mm-hmm. And um. Various, you know, machinations ensue and all this stuff. Sure. And it was actually pretty funny, really. Um, it was really fairly lightweight and, you know, I mean, it's well, sort it of this... it is a broken lizard guy. Sure. But, you know, the thing was, the scenario was like, oh, yeah, right. You know, I mean, it's like this high concept. Like waiting? That kind of. Ryan Reynolds? It's similar to that, for sure. Mm. Um... 
it's uh, it's very similar to that, except for the fact that they're trying to make as much money as they can, as opposed to whereas waiting, they were just sort of like, eh, fuck everybody. Right. You know? And it was, you know, again, it's fairly kind of a high concept, but it was pretty funny, really. Mm-hmm. And Michael Clark Duncan was actually pretty funny in this movie. Sure. And um, I, you know, it's really lightweight. There's not much to it. It's not like they try to make some sort of statement on humanity. <laughs> it's But it's fun, you know? I, I would recommend it. It's like if you want to just watch a movie that's, that's fairly funny and won't take up much too much of your time, I'd recommend it. There you go. So, I mean, that's all I really have to say about that one. All right. Um, and then uh, Puddle Cruiser, which was the very first Broken Lizard movie. And if, by the way, if you don't know who Broken Lizard is... These are the guys that made um, Super Troopers, Super Troopers uh, Club Dread. Um, Those are the two I know. It's Super Troopers, Club Dread, Beer Fest. Beer Fest. Yeah, Beer Fest. How can I forget Beer Fest? I know. God. I haven't even opened a beer tonight. and oh. Maybe that's why. Um, but yeah, those guys. Uh, and so the movie that the very first movie they made was when apparently they were still in college. And um, they somehow scraped together all this money to make a movie. And I had not seen this movie. And I went, okay, yeah, it's going to be this crazy comic, this crazy college comedy, blah, 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 you know. And it was this really generic, like, romantic comedy where this one dude was just trying to get this one girl to like her. Yeah. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? This came, all this stuff came <laughs> yeah. from that. Right. Maybe it was that that was so unsuccessful, they went off the reservation to the rest of the pictures. Well, but see, the thing is, though, is that they, I, as far as I know, and I could be wrong, but as far as I know, um, they never really went like the super indie route. Yeah. They were always semi studio. Sure. Like, you know. Comedies. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, why would anybody think that these guys would make beer fest? Because if you watch Puddle Cruiser, uh-huh. you're like, this is just this kind of semi lame yeah. romantic comedy. And I was just like, wow, this is where that came from. And then of course, Jay Gender Seekar. Okay. I can never pronounce that right. I'm apologizing to Indian people. I am not <laughs> racist. I am just stupid. That's um, better. Yeah. See now that that was that was more racist yes. than what I said. I love saying that. I don't know why. Whenever anybody says Indian, I say dots not feathers or feathers not dots. But okay. <laughs> anyway, he directed um, uh, Dukes of Hazard. Yes, he did. And apparently he's directed tons of TV stuff. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I mean... So anyway, Puddle Cruiser, I would not recommend. Honestly, it's not funny. It's honestly (laughs) one of these sort of semi, like, earnest... uh, You know, you can tell that college kids made it. Because there's some sort of funny stuff in there, sort of. Uh But it's sort of like, oh, I need to get this girl to like me, man. Like, what should I do? You know? And it's like... You can really tell that college kids made this movie. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, though, is that it looks good. It yeah. really does. It looks, 
it looks professional. like yeah but you're like wow college kids uh you guys <laughs> and i'm getting old apparently yes but, you are yeah anyway okay so um broken lizard one for two okay uh, I'll talk about my the other big movie of the week uh, that I saw. They're fairly, you know, newish. Uh, the Bourne Legacy. Oh, yes. Starring Mr. Jeremy Renner and uh, Rachel Weisz. I like Jeremy Renner. And Ed Norton. I like, I like all three actors you've just quoted. Indeed. Or Those are the, the main ones, and there's lots of, you know, character actors sprinkled out throughout. Is um, Tobolowski in it? No. Oh, damn it. Uh, you know, by character, I mean Oscar Isaac, Brian Cox, Joan Allen. Brian Cox, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Albert Finney. Albert Finney. Uh, shows up, you know, briefly. Oh, um, I thought I thought you were I thought you were referring you know, to, like, obviously, those guys. You know, Brian Cox, Joan Allen, and and, uh, and uh, Albert Finney were in the previous. Sure, thing. sure. Um, I just thought you meant, like, quote, unquote, those guys. No. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, character. Um... And, uh, meow, 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 meow. so essentially this, uh, takes the, do I need to edit that out? No. Okay. That's, that's my thought process <laughs> coming out. Locally. Is that what it sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so essentially this takes the Bourne movies and says, okay, well, Matt Damon's not interested anymore. So let's, you know, start it again with a similar concept. And, sure. um. You know, they don't have Paul Greengrass anymore. It's Tony Gilroy who wrote the other three movies. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's it's not bad. I'll say that. You know, it looks really good. The You know, the action is done professionally. The acting is quite good. I'm a professional. I am professional. I do things professionally. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Stupid joke. Sorry. Exactly. Continue. Um... <clears throat> Uh, but it lacks some juice that the other three have. Like, it just, I don't know if it's because, you know, you've seen the other three, and all of a sudden you're going back to the first one with an origin story. Right. And so you're like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, Paul Greengrass, I don't really like Paul Greengrass, personally. Yeah. I mean, for me, like, all you have to do is see United 93, and like, that guy's a genius. Yeah. Well, you know what I have to do to be Paul Greengrass hmm. is get somebody famous in a movie and take a camera and shake it up and down as hard as I can. No. Okay. You've got to do it You've artistically. Because there are plenty of people who fucking try that and you it went... doesn't work out as well. Okay, all right. Well, you know it's true. Agree there are plenty disagree. of people who like that style and it don't work. I hate that style. I.e., you know, my favorite filmmaker, CGI Jane. And tell me that, yeah, works every time. Yo, true. <laughs> CGI Jane. That's a YouTube clip right there. Huh? We should make that CGI Jane. I don't Get understand it? the joke. CGI, as in. Oh! <laughs> anyway, um. Wow, that went over. <laughs> but no, you know, it's 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 pretty cool. It's got some great locations. It's you know pretty. Well, all they the Bourne movies have good Manila. locations. Bourne movies are basically like yeah, uh, Bond movies uh, saying, hey, we're a Bond movie, but unless, you know, we're not your father's Bond movie right. kind of thing. And there, there are certain of the action sequences that work better than the others. Like, 
There's one where um, a uh, one of Rachel Weiss's coworkers is shooting everybody in the office. Uh, and happens uh, to me all the time. Exactly, and that that works excellently as a tense, ta- terrific you know sequence. <laughs> and then the scene where um, in Rachel Weiss's house, and you know when you see the movie, you'll see it, you'll see it. That sequence I thought was nearly perfect. Well, you but know, the final like motorcycle chase and you know run through Manila was like a little bit like, yeah, get get with it or like get to the end of it right. or whatever. Yeah, it, it went on for like twenty minutes. Well, I will say this: I really did like the first born uh, born movie. Uh, I really liked the first born movie a lot. Yeah, um, I didn't like. The second two so much. I mean, they well, the they supreme- were bad, supreme- but I supremacy and, isn't great. Like it, it's pretty good, but it's not. It doesn't match the ultimatum. I think is like awesome. There was. I remember there was the one chase scene in uh, Supremacy that I thought was really good. The rooftop chase scene. Sure. I thought that was really good, mm. but you know honestly after that like and again it it may be sort of my personal bias that i don't really like paul greengrass yeah. at all and so i kind of went oh i missed and i do like um uh the director of the first one Doug Lyman Doug Lyman i like him a lot yeah yeah and so i thought the first one and the second two were a lot different uh-huh in terms of just visually, at least. Well, sure. So I just, I mean, for me, I got kind of turned off of the Bond or the God. I keep saying Bond <laughs> Born movies. I keep, I keep saying, Bond. but um, I, I got a little turned off of the Born movies after a while. So mm-hmm. even though I do really do, I, I do like Jeremy Renner. Yeah. I, I was like not really going. Eh, I, I gotta I, go and see this. I have to say, I don't know. That he is like the leading man they're trying to make him, you know. Like Hollywood's really yeah. like, hey, this is a new guy. He can lead an action picture, and yeah. I don't know if he's that guy. He's a he's, secondary. Player. He's you know what he is. He's his character in the town. Mm. He's a really good second guy. Right. He's a really good second guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he's. Because, you know, the, I, I liked him in Mission Impossible well enough, but he yeah. was a star. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like he's he was the second guy, you right. know? And mm-hmm. so I'm not sure if he's a lead guy. Yeah. But I do like him a lot. Uh-huh. Even good. actually, I was actually a little surprised in in Avengers. Um, I was thinking, oh, God, this is this character they threw in there that have nobody's going to even have you care. Read the, art, the articles of him just bitching and moaning about that what no oh yeah he he's like fuck you know I, I i spent like half of my time on that picture playing you know not the character i was hired to play and it, you know who was he hired to play right but throughout most until like the last 10 minutes he's under oh yeah okay yeah i i was like what dude he's yeah. under a spell yeah yeah, yeah. okay fine anyway yeah, oh, yeah i get he, he's publicly moaned about that movie well i will say this though is that i what my point was is that in that movie i thought that um see for me that's a bad example i mean for me 
him and uh, Scarlet, throw away. Like, you could have had that movie without them and nobody would have missed it. Oh, I'm sure. I would have missed uh, Scarlett Johansson oh, jumping around in leather. Uh, I think her boobs are more well, than her okay, ass. Okay. But, you know, Where if I had to summer? choose. But no, honestly, I, I think that even though, yeah, he was sort of a throwaway character in that movie, I I thought, oh, you know, he was good. Yeah. Like, so whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't compare to Scarlett Johansson's boobs. <laughs> I'll say that. True. We haven't um, really had a lot of sexist jokes yet. Thank Jesus. And so, you know what? You've got to make up for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're we're coming to the end of the podcast here in a little while. <laughs> Another 45 minutes. Um, so why don't we just move on to our trailer sections? So we should do that. Just so we're not going too far over. Exactly. I mean, you know, you figure people haven't heard us for a while. They want to, they're starving for content, Phil. <laughs> they're starving. If we could record for the entire month so you could hear us until the next time we What record. we should do is we should set up a recording situation for our cell phone calls, our emails, <laughs> and we'll just put it out as this multimedia event. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Anyway, okay, okay. so we so, saw a bunch of trailers. We did. What's top of your mind? Um, well, and this, Iron Sky comes to mind <laughs> only yeah. because I think we talked about it at one point. I think we did. But at the same time, I gotta say that this movie, not so much the movie itself, but the fact that somebody got a studio or a producer or whoever to make this movie yeah. gives me so much hope that <laughs> honestly like you can make a movie with this sort of really super tongue-in-cheek premise mm -hmm. nazis from outer space the dark side of the moon i mean really that is so awesome right and then you can make fun of your premise in the movie yeah they're in Nazis. the trailer. From the moon. Huh. In the trailer. Not There's just in the movie. Sarah Palin look like present. Oh my god. They're like, yeah, and they, they're Nazis from the moon, and they all just crack up. Yeah. I'm like, I have got to see this movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah. really? Iron Sky. Mm. Seek it out. Watch the trailer. Watch the movie. I don't. Yeah, yeah. You said it, that did it, actually, it did actually start out as a trailer made for YouTube. And it got enough attention and, you know, hits that they actually decided to give them a few million dollars to actually make the movie that they Well, and the, the thing is, for. is that the trailer actually looks pretty good. Like, the special effects well, this and is everything. A, this is a trailer for the actual movie. It, it no, 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 I know. separate. No, I know. What I'm saying is, is that the trailer for the movie. Right. Actually, the special effects look pretty good. Right. So, I'm like, man, <laughs> this is a movie that me and you would have talked about ten years ago being like, you think we could ever make a movie about Nazis from the moon? <laughs> and you'd be like, yeah, fuck you, you're drunk. And I would be you like, hoser. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And it did actually, it did on its road show throughout the country. It has already come out here and we missed it. I know. And you know what? I was actually, when you told me that you knew it was coming here and you didn't tell me it was coming here, I was a little upset. Oh. I really I'm was. I'm sorry to have disappointed you. That was, yeah. Not acceptable. <laughs> you're fired from the podcast. Oh, oh. no, you're not. You're rehired. Yeah, I love you, Phil. Mm. Okay, so uh, next trailer. Wait, 
Unless you can't you're... fire me. I am this podcast. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> anyway, next one. You can't. <laughs> I can't do the podcast with you uh, without you bringing us in. What am I supposed to do? I know hey, Amos, don't. bring us in. <laughs> and then just a big blank space. Woohoo! <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. yeah, maybe we should do that next time. You got me on that, bud. And that's a lead into <laughs> to the Schwarzenegger picture. Yes, my oh friends. my god, the Last Stand comes out in January. I'll be there. Oh my god, I will be there with bells on. Oh my, this god. is such a I, fucking. Watching that trailer, I realized how much I'd missed my Arnold. Yes. I know, right? It's like every, like, you got used to, like, every two years. You oh, it's a, the Arnold. Shitty Arnold picture, like Eraser or yeah. The Sixth Day. Your luggage. Where, in which he actually tried to act a little bit. Yeah. And you were like, and, and oh, you, don't do that. No, don't do that. No, don't stop. Please. Don't, don't. Really. <laughs> just shoot people. Exactly. Really. Don't do that. I love how Phil and you know what I so wish this was a video a video podcast because you like when you said he was trying to act you put your hands up around your head not on your head but around your head and sort of made this like spastic motion like because that's what he does I know the sixth day when yeah. he's like I don't know what to do he doesn't actually touch his head but he just like wobbles around with his arms around his head but yes the this movie is. Arnold, like literally, you this I mean, script could have came out of like 1985. Exactly. I mean, I mean it, it's got some cherries in there, like you know the villain going, "Who the hell are you?" And he goes, "I'm the sheriff." Yeah. And you're like, "Fucking a man." Yeah. Right. And then <laughs> and then and then that's just what the doctor ordered. I know. This is like. I mean, literally, this movie is transported from, like, 1989, maybe, to now. Post-Red Heat. (laughs) Right, because, I mean, nothing was the same after Red Heat. But, I mean, God, it was like, I watched this movie, and the, it was like the only thing that was any different is that somebody decided they would throw in this, quote-unquote, clever line... Where he goes, I'm old. Right. He's and like, it, hey, Sheriff, how you doing today? Old. Yeah. You know? And it was like, wow, and really? I, you know, I, I'm sure this movie will not be good because, you know, his co-stars are like Johnny Knoxville. I'm sure this movie will be spectacularly bad good. <laughs> Honestly, you we may have to devote an entire podcast I, to this movie. I might want to do that. Yes. In fact, if you if you go to this movie <laughs> without me, if it holds up to its promise, Phil, if you go to this I, movie without me, I am never doing a podcast with you again. You promise? Yeah. That's a double-edged sword, dude. Damn. All right. So moving on, but no, the this this fucking movie looks like this. Like this is the resurrection of Andrew Vajna. <laughs> it is. This everybody shit a brick for the Expendables. That's how I feel about this movie. Like, no, I could give two shits about Sly, Arnold's my man. Well, but see, the thing is, though, is that the Expendables is this movie knowing it's that movie. This movie with or with uh, Schwarzenegger just is that movie, right? It's just that movie. <laughs> I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's like the past 
20 years didn't happen. Didn't even happen. You know. No governor, no nothing. Yeah, it's just nothing. Arnie. It's just Arnie again. All right. I am so excited about this movie. <laughs> the last stand, my friend. Oh my god, and it might be the last stand, because if this movie bombs, who knows what's going to happen. Whatever, he's already got like four pictures lined up. Oh, is it really? Yeah, like, he's knocking them over. Well, he better, because eventually he's going to be 70, and nobody's going <laughs> to... nobody's going to there almost. Nobody's going to buy him in a walker with a minigun. <laughs> Which, by know. the way, he had a fucking machine gun out the back of, like, a minivan or something. No, no, it was a school bus. Oh, even better. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yay. Phil... Uh, like we are gonna, we're going to be like first in line for this movie, I am. and then the I'm ticket, like taking the day off. I know, right? And then the ticket takers will be like, <laughs> and like seeing it four times just so I you right. know, catch it. We'll just walk out, buy another popcorn, go back in. Exactly. And you know what? The funny thing is, it's like I can totally see this as a movie scene. Me and you standing there, like totally bright eyed and bushy tail, and, <laughs> and the the seventeen year old emo chick with like a lip tattoo, going, <laughs> really. <laughs> the Schwarzenegger movie. Okay. Okay. Here's your tickets. Uh, whatever. <laughs> and we're like, you don't understand how awesome this is. <laughs> it's like a resurrection from my childhood. I know. And you know what the thing is too is that, and I, I think I probably said this. That movie is no, no, fucking around. Exactly an '80s movie. Uh-huh. And it has no qualms about it. <laughs> None. Oh, it's like Arnold doing it. his thing. Yeah, like... he's like, take me back to 1985, <laughs> and I would live there forever. Ever invading Panama, <laughs> taking out whole countries filled with with Latinos <laughs> with green uniforms, <laughs> and I have no idea what the insignias mean. Uh. Okay, so we need to stop. Um, yes, bad uh, Arnold impersonation. Yes. Okay. So what else did we see, sir? Argo. We didn't. Oh yes, I've seen that trailer. It looks darn good. It does. Uh, this is any movie with Victor Garber in it. I'm a fan. <laughs> totally. Look him up, people. Look <laughs> him up. Go to Google. That's what it's for. If, if Victor Garber is looking. I'm that guy that walked past you at the farmer's market, the, you know, like two years ago. Yeah, that was me. That was him. <laughs> Why do you think I got him on this podcast, Victor? <laughs> Thank you very much. Anyway. Um, um, no, it, I think, honestly, I think it looks really good. Yeah, and I don't know if it exactly looks like the awards contender it's supposed to be, but it looks like a pretty decent picture. Yeah, and you know what? I thought of that, too. I thought that uh, it may not be as good as... Uh, Affleck's first two pictures, right? Um, which I think were both really good. Uh-huh. Both of which resulted in supporting actor nominations. For yes, actors. yes. Um, I think that this one may not get the awards nominations or whatever that the other ones did, but I still think it looks very interesting. Yes. Um, and if you don't know, Argo is a story of. The Iran hostage situation. Yes. And, um... Like, six people... It's a true story. Like, six people escaped into Tehran, um... Or were already out in Tehran and took uh, refuge in the Canadian ambassador's home. 
Right. And so this is a CIA mission to rescue them. That actually, Which is where they impersonate a bad science fiction. This uh, is like the crew. funniest thing, though. It's like what their plan is. Well, we're going to imper- impersonate a film crew that's making some goofy science fiction movie uh-huh. and come out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you could make that movie. It's so funny because you could make that movie as a comedy. Yeah. You really could. Probably. And it's a true story. And it, and it honestly looks like there's some humor in the picture. I'm sure there is, but, I mean, it, maybe it won't get quite as much... Uh, I, I kind of get the feeling that it won't get as much uh, critical acclaim as maybe his first two movies. Right. Well, especially The Town. I mean, people skeeted over The Town, but... Um, what the hell? What, what did you just say? Skeeted? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? It means they came. I've never heard that they term ejaculated. before. I've never heard that term before, sir. Okay, well, you're very white, though. I'm sorry. Okay. You heard the um, Little John song? No. I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're fucking with me right now. I, I really don't. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyway, people... We're overjoyed over that movie. Yes. And Gone Baby Gone was... Um, that was good. I, I like that one better than I like The Town. Oh, man. Gone Baby Gone was great. I actually think that Gone Baby Gone may have been a little better if he hadn't have cast his little brother. Yeah. I think he probably could have gotten a little bit of a Probably. Actor. Yes. But... Whatever. Anyway, anyway, Gone Baby Gone was great. The town I loved. Argo looks pretty good. Argo looks great. So, yeah. you know, I'm looking forward to it. Exactly. So, Move what it. do we got else? What do we got else? That didn't make sense. What else do we have? Uh, I don't know. What else did we watch? We watched that, like, six-minute uh, feature look or future look at Cloud Atlas. What did we think of this? This is the... Wachowskis meet uh, Tom T- um, Twike, Twike Tyker. I don't know. Tyke Twiker. I don't know. Twiker or something? It's just yeah. a K. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, the guy that made Run Lola Run with the yeah, Matrix right. guys meet up, make this movie with Tom Hanks and um, Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Um, and I love how we pronounce that differently every single time. Yes. Uh, and uh, what the. Halle Berry, there you go. Oh, <laughs> okay, yes, her. Um, Halle Berry and a bunch of other people. Other people. Yes. I thought, honestly, it looked fairly stupid, to be honest with you. I did. I disagree. I, I, think, I was not... I think, in, it, I think I would have agreed had you said it looked pretentious, but I did not think it looked stupid. Well, maybe... Okay, fine. Maybe it didn't look stupid in the fact that, or in the sense of like somebody who didn't know what they were doing wrote it, but it did look super pretentious. And honestly, it looked to me like something I would not be interested in, in the fact that um, it's this overblown idea. It's like, okay, the impression that I got from that trailer was that I get the idea they're trying to get across. Right. But, which is that we're leading parallel, you know, like, we continue making the same mistakes in life throughout multiple lives. Right, or, yeah, either that or even that, like, you know, uh, 
people and also it's sort of a uh, something I got from that trailer was that you know some people may be attracted to each other uh, over certain like maybe certain lifetimes it's like you sort of still tend to find each other magnetism type of thing or right. whatever yeah okay but the thing is is it to me you don't have to make a movie that costs 200 million dollars to make that and i thought that that was a little i really did think that it looked a little overblown and that sort of may be like but... bloated and like yeah, who knows? I mean, that's the one thing you can say about this movie is, you know, it gives you, or at least this trailer, and there is six minutes of it. Um, it was a long trailer. But, uh, but uh, you know, and you still really, really, after six minutes, don't really know what you're getting. Right. And, yeah, you know, it gives you some spectacular visuals. Sure, sure. But, and, but thing, what do you expect from the guy, from the Wachowski? Sure. But, awesome. you know, the thing is, though, too, is it's like... <laughs> For a story that I think that they, and at least, and this is me just sort of not really, I mean, obviously not seeing the movie or whatever, but that idea doesn't necessarily take a hundred million dollars worth of special effects to tell. Sure. Well, I haven't read the book, so I don't really know what the story is. Well, I don't is. either, but I so. think that, like, to me, just sort of getting somewhat of the gist of the story... Well, right, but obviously we don't know what the story is or how it all relates across time. I so, swear, you're defending this movie that honestly well, I am. looked I, a little I, ridiculous. I'm, I found that trailer, the six minutes of it, uh, and yes, I think that's ridiculous, intriguing. I it, didn't. It made me go, you know, I I have no idea what this is about. Let's see. And I, I like the people involved, so yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll give it a whirl. I, I sort of thought that as I was watching it. I went... Tom Hanks probably wouldn't do this if it was right. completely retarded. Uh -huh. But at the same time, I was as I was watching it, I went, Tom Hanks is like this medieval warrior? I'm not sure I buy that. Well, I don't think it's medieval. I think it's after the futuristic stuff. Really? Yes. So he's in leather and with a sword and yes. he's like post-apocalyptic like or something? Armageddon. That's what I got from it. See, I thought he was the one in the past. I don't know. I didn't get it uh, completely. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really know what I'm talking about. No, I don't mean that. I didn't. You I, didn't. You didn't get what it's about, and but you also didn't care. That's what I'm getting. No, no, no. It's not that. I mean, I got that. I like. I got the storyline. Like, I got the through line. Really? What it was because I didn't. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I I get the fact that like you know. Um, what they were trying to say is that sort of like every timeline has common thread and everything. Right. And, you know. For the same people. Let's right, say. yeah. So the same people leading different lives in different time periods make the same mistakes in their relationship. Sure. Yeah, but I just honestly, it didn't really, I mean, I, it just didn't really interest me that much. I really didn't. You know, you're and a man's I, man. If it's and, not the Transformers, you're not going to see it. Stop, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I no. I mean, I I get. I I have no problem whatsoever with like somewhat high concept ideas and movies and stuff like that. Well, I don't think this. But is to high me, concept. I think it's the opposite of high concept. 
concept. It's a concept that takes an hour to explain. At least that's what it. Since the trailer is six minutes long. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Then the opposite of high concept. But I just don't. I don't. It, nothing about it really. I was like. I mean. I. I get the point, kind of, but like, it, I just I was not really that interested. Yeah, fair enough. I was so, intriguing. Well, okay. Certainly visually luscious. Well, sure. And a Wachowski Brothers movie, or brother and sister movie, is going to be, you know, visually great. Right. I mean, it's just going to be. There's no way around it. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, they could make, uh, you know, Dr. Seuss and make it $100 million and make it look like, you know, the world's coming to an end, you know. <laughs> so. I'm sure they could. I'm sure they could, too. Okay, so moving on. What Next else? trailer. Um, oh, Wreck-It Ralph. Yes. Looks the super, fucking best trailer ever. <laughs> it looks super cute. I'll, it, I'll give it that. Honestly, this movie looks like... <laughs> and I have been on record as saying that I don't really like... Animated, animated movies. movies and stuff. And this movie just looks so fucking cool. And I'm completely nerding out right now. <clears throat> but if you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. The uh, The premise of it is, is that there is a video game character called Wreck-It Ralph, uh-huh. who is sort of like Donkey Kong, basically. Right. He's the bad guy that you try and defeat in the video game. Right. And uh, he's... The, the conceit is, is that he's actually a, like person right and he goes to these and it's animated it's, you know uh he goes to these meetings of it's like aa except for it's bad guys anonymous right or whatever uh-huh. and some oh support God. group for yeah for bad for guys in video, video games villains. Yeah. and um there's um a zombie there's <laughs> zangief there's a ghost from pac-man yes and Oh my god. And it's like he decides that he's going to go and not be a bad guy in Wreck-It Ralph anymore. And he's going to go and go into all these other video games and decide what video game he wants to be in. Yeah. And so he gets into like Halo and he's like, oh my god, when did video games get so violent? Because he's like this 8-bit guy from the Atari era. Uh Uh-huh. Oh my god, it looks so funny. It looks super cute. Yeah. I mean, that's... And we were talking about this earlier. It's like, that's one of the only animated movies that I'm super excited to see. (laughs) I really am. Well, good, my friend. You should like animated pictures. Well, and the thing is, though, is it's like, you can tell that the guys that made this movie actually sort of grew up in the era of these 8 or 16-bit you know, uh, video games. Cause one of the bad guys in the group is Zangief. <laughs> it's like who, but a real nerd would remember that. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure it'll be funny. And I know I'm going to see it because Disembodio has already told me. I'm well, then you are. Yes. You know what? Huh. Sadly. And also unsadly, for some reason, <laughs> this is a very, uh, uh, dichotomy laden, situation i can go see movies that i want to see without to without people telling me that i can't do that 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Ladies. That, that didn't make any sense to me. I don't have to listen to anybody. Ladies. You're your own man. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think about it for a minute. I'm like, um, I think so. Yeah. There you go. All right. So your last trailer, and then maybe we ought to uh, let up. the listeners off the hook here. I know. Go back to work. Um, go back to work. <laughs> well, what one do you want to talk about? Uh, hmm. I don't know. The new Ang Lee picture looks pretty great, in my opinion. The Life of Pi. I have a, no a, idea what that movie's even about. It was a, a, an enormously successful novel, and uh, people have been trying to make it for like a decade now. And finally, Ang Lee got it off the ground. Yeah, but here's here's my impression of that trailer. Uh-huh. Um, a kid falls off a boat. Well, as the boat's sinking, yes. So you have to qualify that. It's still true. Kid falls off a boat. Gets on a lifeboat, lashes a lifeboat to another boat, which is full of tigers. They're a trying tiger. to. Wow. Okay. Let's. We're gonna call this this section of the podcast. Bill corrects Amos. Yeah. Well, if if Amos would be accurate, I wouldn't have to correct. Him. Filled with tigers. Whatever. A tiger. Plant. Filled with a tiger. Tiger. Yeah, filled that, with a tiger. It's a very different statement there. Multiple tigers, one tiger. Multiple tigers, one tiger. <laughs> tigers okay. mean plural. Okay, fine. There's a fucking tiger. <laughs> okay, yes. On the boat. Uh-huh. The kid lashes his boat to the tiger's boat. The tiger tries to kill him like five times in the trailer. And the kid runs away from the tiger on the boat. And for some reason, they fly over like India or something. And... <laughs> Like, the, the shot is, like, this tracking shot over the land and all this stuff. Um, the kid swims with a whale that's glowing in the dark. Um, and the tiger loves him. Yeah. Sounds like a movie I gotta see. I have no idea what that movie's about. <laughs> Seriously? I don't either, but I it's I was watching this trailer, again, and I was again, like... Again, I'm back here. I don't either, but it's intriguing. I was like... Glow-in-the-dark whales, tigers. It's not a glow-in-the-dark whale. It's covered in algae. Thank you. Oh, and I'm nerding out. Really? <laughs> I knew that. And you know the reason I knew that? It's because he's splashing his hand in the water, getting the algae all fucking horny and excited or whatever. Right. Phil, I'm not retarded. Well, you play one on TV, sir. I know. <laughs> you went full Todd. <laughs> you never go full Todd. <laughs> exactly alright so thank you for making me feel stupid on that oh. but no I was not being stupid because I knew exactly what was going on in the trailer uh, with the algae but I just didn't know what the hell the movie was about I was like <laughs> really so some guy like floats on a fucking boat in the ocean with a tiger for however long don't you think that the tiger would eat him at some point Unless the kid is a really good fisherman and was just throwing in fish like all the time. I don't know. I haven't read the book and I want to see the movie. Yeah, but I'm talking about in real life, right? You're on a boat with a tiger. Yeah. Okay, got it? Uh-huh. So, unless you're feeding him fish like constantly, like all the time, Yeah. that tiger 
is going to kill you and eat you. Sure. Okay. So, Ang Lee, fail. Oh. Nobody can survive on a boat with a tiger, even he, even if he is your best friend. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Fair enough. You, you got that picture down. <laughs> you got that movie's number. Yeah, that's why you're a bullshit, Ang Lee. <laughs> Fuck you. Go back to Taiwan. <laughs> Not like you ever did anything good. No. Fuck you, retard. Uh-oh. See, I didn't say that. That was Phil. In case anybody's listening, that was Phil. Oh, no. That, that was me. Oh, okay. Anyway. That was me impersonating you. Let's just say that. Oh, okay. So that was like your impression of me impersonating uh, Jeremy Renner from the town. Exactly. All right. Cool. Gotcha. Write that down, people. <laughs> That's like a mathematical computation. You know, we need to get music to take us out. We sure do. In fact, I have asked a couple of people to do that. But I figure, at this point, I'm just going to have to do it myself. So here's my project. For the next podcast, I am going to have music to take us out. All right. And it's not just going to be going, do-do-do-do-do-do. It's not. <laughs> I'd pay money for that. Oh, I'd, I'd <laughs> to hear that, that for, at the end, I'd buy that for, for a dollar. dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Phil. You know what? This has gone on long enough. Where can they find us? At canyoufbi at gmail dot com. Again, that's canyoufbi at gmail dot com. And we also have a Facebook page, which is also called CanYouFBI. Indeed, sir. And groupies. Groupies. Um, naked pictures. Oh, um, I hope. I don't not. know. I like groupies. I've never had any, but I, you know. Okay. Sure you do. Okay, Phil. So you know what? This episode has been Batman heavy and also very miscellaneous heavy, but we got to go back to our roots. Take us out the way you used to with the, <clears throat> excuse me, impression from Hudson Hawk. Take us out. Can you fucking believe it? You just did it. No, you do it. <laughs> I have to edit that out now. <laughs> Can you fucking believe it?